Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name's Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. Well, how is everyone doing today? I hope you consider yourself blessed. I know I do. I was able to wake up and put my knees on the ground and thank the Lord for life. Every day I can do that, I consider a blessed day. Anyone who's been tuning in knows that I have a big move coming up and that I'm getting a new apartment. Well, today's the big day. I'm waiting right now for my housing supervisor to come by. We're going to go look at my apartment and I'm going to get my key. That means I have to get off my rear end and start packing some of these boxes. Oh, the packing that needs to be done. It's really not a lot. I don't have too much stuff. It's just all of these darn books. I don't know if I want to keep them, if I want to donate them, or if I want to just throw them all away. I haven't read them all yet, and I just hate the idea of throwing books away. I think I'm just going to put them all in some boxes and just move them all with me. I need them to fill up my bookcase anyway. I just don't like the idea of living alone. Having epilepsy and living alone is just scary because you have a seizure and you wake up and there's no one around to tell you anything about what happened and sometimes you find yourself waking up outside in strange places sometimes even at the hospital from where your neighbors had to call the ambulance on you because you were outside staggering around it just turns into such a hassle but it's what the people who control my rent and control my housing it's what they want me to do and it's what they're telling me to do so it's what I have to do I'm definitely not in control of my housing I definitely appreciate it though because if I didn't have them I would probably be homeless and I don't like the idea of being homeless. Well, I've got my boxes, and I've got my tape, and I've got my markers. Now I just have to find a way to move all the stuff. I think they're going to let someone who works with the government, someone who is in control of the housing, I think they're going to let them move me, use one of their trucks and move me but then I have to worry about my cat I'm gonna have to let my neighbor hold my cat or something like that somehow secretly move my cat because I'm not supposed to have the cat but I'm gonna keep my cat because she makes for a very good therapy pet and she relaxes me and gives me some responsibility and some companionship things I really need because if I didn't have her I would have one less responsibility 
And one thing we need when living such a mundane, boring life is responsibility. Something to do. Something that or someone that counts on us. That makes us feel needed in the world. So just me getting up having to feed that cat, having to change its litter box, makes me feel like I have a place in the world. It's like doing this podcast. No matter what, I get up and I do the podcast for me. But it makes me feel like I have a place in the world. It gives me a sense of, I don't know the correct word for it, but it gives me a place in the world. It gives me something to do, a place where I feel needed, wanted, a place where I fit in. Well, that's enough of a rant for today. Let's see if we can find some good news to share. Here's a good story of strength and love. One couple's love and commitment through impossible-to-imagine circumstances gives a whole new meaning to the phrase to have and to hold in sickness and in health. On top of being diagnosed with ovarian and breast cancer, Janice Beecham and her husband of 46 years had to battle through COVID-19 quarantines, but they came out the other side together this week. On March 25th, With Janice and Robert strictly following all public health guidelines on COVID-19 because of Janice's cancer, Robert called his son and decided to go to the doctor to take a COVID-19 test at his son's urging, as he had not been feeling well in the preceding week. He was admitted to the Parkland Hospital in Dallas, received his positive test, but recovered shortly after despite having already suffered two strokes this decade. One of the strokes had kept him from celebrating an anniversary with his wife, and he didn't want it to happen a second time. Robert's doctor would eventually concoct a plan to get the devoted husband out of the hospital and home to visit his wife, a plan he thought would keep him on the right road to recovery because his love for Janice was obviously a healing force in his life. Arriving home for their wedding anniversary, Robert Beecham discovered that Janice, who had undergone invasive surgery for breast cancer only a month before, had already tested positive for COVID-19. Further complicating things, her breast cancer returned and Janice could not start chemotherapy as a treatment for any cancer until her COVID-19 convalescence was finished, which might allow time for the cancer to further spread. Once I got home and we did the quarantine, I was getting progressively better, but Janice still had issues with her health, Robert told CNN. But they are best friends who helped each other through it. Thanking God, as one can only do in such a situation, the high school sweethearts have finished quarantines, surgeries, and chemo, 
and are now COVID-19 and cancer-free. CNN reports, Janice still has preventive radiation coming up, but the two said they are blessed to be alive and blessed to have celebrated another year together. Well, isn't that just a great story? A story of love, strength in the Lord, faith, and just healing. Doesn't that just make you feel good? I just love stories like this. May the Lord continue to bless Robert and Janice. Here's another story I found. I find this story very sweet and very romantic. Even though the names are hard to pronounce, I'm still going to read it anyway. When this doting husband proposed to his wife in her favorite restaurant, social media users from all over the world gushed over the South African couple's sweet story. But not every internet comment was enthusiastic. A few people posted snide remarks about the man's financial status and his decision to propose inside of a KFC. Because of the negative comments, however, thousands of individual people and companies rallied together to organize the couple's dream wedding. This is not the first time that the groom, Hector Mkhanzi, has proposed to Nanhanala Saldat. The couple has been inseparable since they met at a funeral in 2010. Shortly after meeting each other, they got married in a small traditional wedding ceremony in 2012. At the time, it was all they could afford, but Mkhanzi hoped to one day be able to give his wife the wedding ring and ceremony that she deserved. Then, in November, Mkhanzi bought a bigger ring and made plans to repropose to Soldat inside of her favorite restaurant, KFC. When Mkhanzi asked the staffers for help orchestrating the proposal, they were surprised but happy to help. So when the couple collected their order from the counter, Soldat opened the KFC bag and was stunned to find a wedding ring sitting on top of the food. A random restaurant patron managed to film the heartwarming moment that 37-year-old Mkhanzi got down on one knee. The KFC headquarters in South Africa later shared the video to their Twitter page asking for help identifying the couple. Not only did the video rack up more than 4 million views, the fast food chain managed to identify the couple and hire an event planner to organize their dream wedding. Dozens of South African donors and businesses then volunteered to provide free spa treatments, wedding jewelry, flowers, gifts, and home furniture for the couple. A number of airlines and car companies even offered up free transportation for their honeymoon as well. Mkhanzi and Soldat ended up tying the knot on New Year's Eve, and the ceremony was apparently more beautiful than they could have imagined.
Furthermore, Amkanzi says that they are still overwhelmed with appreciation for all the love and support they have received since their story went viral. We are still in disbelief, Amkanzi told CNN. Both of us have to ask each other if this is really happening from time to time. We couldn't be more grateful to God and every single person that has shared in our little love story. When asked about the negative comments that followed his KFC proposal, he simply told the news outlet, We didn't even know about them until much later. We are not really bothered by that. Our dream has come true. We never in a million years thought something like this would happen to us. Well, I just found this to be a heartwarming story. I also love KFC. And KFC seems to love Hector and his bride. And they seem to love God. May the Lord just continue to bless them and give them a strong and fruitful marriage. Well, I'm running about average for today. I've got an appointment coming up where I've got to go see my apartment. And I've really got to start packing, so I'm going to cut it off right here. I just thank you for tuning in, and may you have a blessed day.